0: welcome to why not a podcast episode number six i'm your host chase and with me we have a slew of people we're gonna start off with a voice that we haven't heard in a while he has an awesome nickname that i gave him that he might not care about but we got craig Rader. how are you today craig (laughs) Uh, i'm fine how are are you (laughs) i'm doing
1: good thanks i guess it's been so
0: long craig
1: I know, I've, I've missed the Pokafam here, and uh, I'm looking forward to this episode. You guys sounded good the last few episodes, but well, thank I, I'm making a triumphant return here.
0: Little known to to listeners, Craig and I tried to record on, what, three separate nights a couple weeks ago, and it failed every time.
1: I put so in the effort. He ended up not show. being
0: on the episode, <laughs> Yes. even though we tried three nights in a row. Uh, and then we have another one of the OGs. His name is Sanyer. How are you today?
2: I am watching children run around, so I'm great.
0: <laughs> Tell us about your road trip. What are you doing?
2: Uh, well, so um, my school that I was just I just graduated from has sent us out for seven weeks to go from camp to camp every week. So we're on week number six, traveling the northwest, and we're in Spokane, Washington. And the kids are very crazy. That's all I know now.
0: Childish, you
2: might say? You would say. Dem- demonic <laughs> is another word, I think.
0: <laughs> but your Pokemon Go has got to be good if you're traveling so much.
2: Well, since I only play it on the weekends, given that I'm in the middle of nowhere most of the time, uh, it's actually been nice. I, I'm i addicted very, very much so.
0: How's your sales service, traveling around?
2: Pretty good. We stay in a lot of big cities, so it's been you know previous we were in seattle last week You know, went the block that my friend lived at that we were staying with there's 20 different pokey stops within a mile so i just walked around the block a few times
0: oh that's nice sounds hey. like Craig stop craig's got yeah. a i also found my
2: site there that i was dying for oh yeah
0: and then we have another one of the new people well new last episode fiona how are you today
3: i'm doing well thank you how are you
0: i'm good you sound good. excited for tonight
3: I am. I'm a little tired, but
0: I'm <laughs> Yeah, it's a little late our time, having to adjust for Craig over here. Craig reader. Hey,
1: you know what? <laughs> I, I got nothing, but thank you for doing so. <laughs>
0: yeah, and then we have Sam Aconda. How are you today, Sam? I'm
4: doing good. Good.
0: Yeah. Well, we're going to do a little catch-up. Uh, so, Sanir, how has your Pokemon experience been since you were on the last episode? What was that, episode 4? <laughs>
2: Yeah, I think episode four I was on, which was what? I
0: don't know. That was oh, a while man. ago.
2: That was back in June, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> wow, that was before I left. Um, <laughs> it's it's been good. I actually um went on a bit of a shiny spree during my flight and the time I was in the airport. I caught like
0: well, you can four or five
2: de- four or five different shinies. But um, no, that was I mean that's basically all I've done in Pokemon other than Pokemon Go.
0: Well, um, give us an update on that.
2: Yeah. Um, I well, finally reached off. level
0: eight. Okay, first oh, off, just let kidding. me ask you the question that I asked everyone else: boy or girl? <laughs>
5: <laughs>
0: I'm so
2: disappointed that none of us decided to be a contrarian. But no, I I was I picked boy.
0: Okay, I was just yeah. wondering.
2: No, and I also also you guys got it wrong last week. I actually t- picked Team Mystic.
3: Woo!
5: Yeah,
2: well, that, that was why.
3: the right choice.
2: I'm not sure why I picked it. But the camp I was at at the
0: time, all
2: of the guys there were mystics. So I was like, eh, why not?
0: Sander, I thought we agreed on instinct.
2: It what happened? It was a podcast decision. Was it a podcast decision? I'm pretty sure I don't remember that. There's no legal representation that says I did. I don't see any documents. I I think I picked Team Mystic. Shh.
0: (laughs) (laughs) What level are you?
2: I am level eight yeah so
0: not Jake not exactly the,
2: not exactly working that that far, up. but again, I've probably put maybe three weekends of play in, and it's been between drives, you know, driving ten hours across different states mm. so but it's been really cool um a lot of cool Pokemon I've caught you know, I've been able to catch and level up and work on. I'm working on my Jolteon that I finally got, uh, leveling that up and getting that ready to take on some gyms. Okay. But, um, yeah, I haven't actually taken on a gym yet uh, because they scare me, and they're very, <laughs> very, very powerful.
0: What's your experience with trying to catch Pokemon?
2: Um, I really haven't had that much trouble with it. Um, Yet. I th- yet. Uh, the worst that has happened so far, I was trying to catch a like, probably 163 CP Eevee. Um, it took me about <laughs> 13 balls to catch, but I, I caught it. So oh my goodness. It wasn't terrible. And everything else has been... I maybe have had two flea so far, so, you know. What's that, your strongest bad. right now? My strongest is a what, 627 CP Jolteon.
0: That's respectable for your level.
2: Yeah, yeah, and I'm working on a Scyther as well. But it's so hard to catch Scythers. I'm only caught two. I don't know yeah. where to find them.
0: Well, they're kind of rare. Yeah,
2: sadly. I still don't have a Scyther. <laughs> ha! Ha! I beat <laughs> Sam at something. I'm so happy right now.
0: Uh, Fiona, what have you been up to since last week?
3: Um, Working okay mostly mm. um i've done i've played some go we heard my husband and i heard there was a park nearby that had Growlithe, so we went out there and we found one
0: mm-hmm.
3: so that was pretty exciting but that's pretty much what i've been up to
0: did you give it a nickname
3: i did not because i'm gonna wait until i'm gonna nickname the one i evolve okay yeah
0: if you say so sam <laughs> what about you since last week what have you been up to
4: uh, since last week, I haven't been doing much with Pokemon. Uh, I do. Uh, I have been playing Pokemon Go, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, not as much as I did the week before. Because after I took down a gym at a local college, I was walking back because my phone was at a low battery percentage. Uh, so I was walking down a hill. Shortly after, I was running down a hill. Shortly after, I was falling down a hill. <laughs> and. And then I was lying in the middle of the road, uh, and I just scraped my, my entire knee, or my kneecap. Uh-huh. Uh, so walking's been kind of hard for me lately.
0: <laughs> you need to get so, a drone.
4: <laughs> so I did it. Uh, I haven't been playing too much Go, but still playing some.
0: <laughs> you need to get one of those drones, tape your phone to it, and fly it around.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I didn't realize Pokemon Go had become a full
2: contact sport.
0: Oh, yeah and craig how about you what have you been up to since the last time we heard from you
1: well it's been a while since i've been on so pokemon go came out and that's the thing and i've been playing it not as much as some of my other friends but i play it (laughs) when i can
0: donna's going off he's going crazy on it
1: one of my friends don i mean he's got no kids so he goes to the, the park over by my house, which is is littered with Pokestops. But what about
0: his, his
1: lady friend? She'll go walk with him too, but she doesn't play either. But oh. there's 11 Pokestops within like a half an hour walk around the circular park. So it's pretty much the best place to go train ever. And mm-hmm. so I've been I did that a few times. I'm not at a very high level. And if you're asking, I did choose a boy. (laughs) Okay. And uh, I think I'm at level 14 right now. Level 14. Uh So decent, but not crazy. And uh, that's been pretty fun. I've had some fun playing Pokemon Go. And my kid, he likes playing and going out. But it's been really hot, too. Yeah. Uh To go out during
0: the day, it's ridiculous. See, down here in the south, it's the humidity that kills it. Not necessarily the heat, but it's so humid that it, you sweat just sitting there. No doubt. It's Here,
1: it's it's been upper 90s for the last two weeks.
0: Yeah, same. So mm. it's,
1: it's been nuts.
0: I feel you, Craig. It's been the same.
1: <laughs> uh, but other than that, um, the kid and I, we finished season one of the Indigo League. We decided to watch the entire first
0: season of yeah, the cartoon. That's gotten really popular since Go came out.
1: Uh, we started that probably, I don't know, a year and a half ago. And we're finally <laughs> finally finishing uh, 52 episodes. Uh-huh. So we did season one. That was pretty cool. He was He's all into it. And I'm also playing through Yellow, the re-release of Yellow on the 3DS. Mm-hmm. So that, that's been taking up most of my
0: time. I wish I could. I wish I could. And just for, <laughs> for uh, everyone's discretion... If you hear kids in the background, it is... Uh, <laughs> it is Sanyo. <senior.
2: laughs> I was really hoping you couldn't hear them. They they were supposed to be inside watching a movie at this point, but apparently that didn't happen.
1: Oh, you can hear them. They're not <laughs> my kids. My kids are in bed, just so you know. <laughs> None <laughs> of us
2: other Yay. ones have kids. Thank so. you, kids.
0: So it's just Sanyo. Uh, <laughs> but that's... I, I think that's it for the catch-up uh, portion. Well, I didn't talk about mine, I guess. I played a couple of... What are you
1: doing, Chase? What have you done since last time we heard you? <laughs> a <here>? couple of
0: <laughs> league battles. Um, I played against Craig in place of Sanier for the CIL, and I won. So congrats, Sanier Yeah. Yeah, that was lame. <laughs> I'm pretty excited about that. I call a rematch with the real Sanyer. <laughs>
2: we'll go. Let's go. Let's I've already
0: it. got the team for you, Sanya. I've got it ready. Let's, let's do it right now. <laughs> oh, gosh.
5: Why
2: is
0: there an
1: arrow
5: right now? <laughs>
0: Uh, oh. i've played a little bit of pokemon go my team has gotten stronger uh my f- strongest right now is up 1440 flareon oh my gosh <laughs> um which is not bad but it could definitely be better like sam's team
1: yep i don't even want to talk about sam's team <laughs> i don't either i heard about it and i was i was sad I was so
4: what very sad. sam
0: your strongest is in the 1800s right
4: uh no my strongest is uh 1938 oh. it's uh
0: snorlax. i'm hanging up you can't do that.
4: it is a snorlax <laughs> and it is maxed out
0: uh for your level my,
4: for my level yeah
0: yeah and uh, it's not saying the snorlax
4: no it's not saying the snorlax <laughs> uh i like that one a little bit better though
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh
4: but for my top team my top uh nine uh there are two new additions that made it, and that is uh, Chase the Lapras.
5: hmm.
4: And uh, Shacklebolt the King. Uh, the Lapras is at 1879, the King is at 1398.
0: Did you say Shacklebolt? Shacklebolt. Shacklebolt?
4: Uh, yeah.
0: Okay. I you yeah, said Shackle. F- no. <laughs> I thought so too. It should definitely be Shacklebolt.
4: Well, no, no, <laughs> I, I named him after a Harry Potter character.
0: Okay. Yeah. I like Harry
3: Potter.
0: Yeah. I'm not that into it, I guess, but I like Harry Potter. <laughs> Never heard that name. <laughs> I
3: haven't either the reference
0: Sam. <laughs> Fiona's got your back. <laughs> uh so we're gonna go ahead and move on over to the news. Let's see. There has not been a whole lot since last week. Uh which is probably the first week all summer there hasn't been much. It's been a crazy, crazy summer for Pokemon news. But uh, first off, for those of you who have played in a Play Pokemon event over the last year, the special codes for Shiny Mewtwo are now being sent to qualifying players. The emails will be gradually rolled out over the coming days. And the Mewtwo is unique in that it is shiny and it has its hidden ability of unnerve. Uh, It's a code sent through email uh, and it's a unique code. So it's not one code for every trainer. So you can't pass it around. And it has to be redeemed by August 21st, which I have participated. Has anyone else?
3: I have. I got my code Mm. in the the email today.
0: Well, I assume the online competition counts. Mm
3: -hmm. Mm-hmm. It does. Oh, they do? I'm pretty sure.
0: I I haven't gotten an email yet. They count towards championship points, so they should count towards this.
2: That would make sense, but I haven't gotten any emails for anything, so I'm sad now.
0: Well, Again. it's still rolling out. It's over the next yeah. couple days. Oh, fair point. Craig, did you participate?
1: That's a negative. No, I. I'm terrible at Pokemon, <laughs> so I Sam. usually don't.
4: No, no, I'm right. I'm right there with Craig. Okay. No, I'm terrible at Pokemon. I'm not trying this. That
2: should be the new title for the show: "Terrible at Pokemon."
0: <laughs> that's
1: that's me for sure.
0: It uh, it'll kind of roll in with our topic today, but we'll get to to that in a little bit. Uh, Next up, Legendary Entertainment has obtained the rights to make a live-action Pokemon movie and have uh, confirmed to begin filming in 2017 for Detective Pikachu. Uh, For those of you that don't know Legendary Entertainment, they created some popular movies. Um, I had some examples. I don't know where they went. Must not have been that good. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs>
3: nothing instantly springs to mind
0: I'll, i'm uh, looking it up right yeah now. Is
4: it, isn't legendary uh part of warner
3: brothers
0: uh, i believe so yeah all right yeah, so pacific rim jurassic world warcraft dark knight man of steel inception etc so they're pretty good at making movies yeah. they, sh- they should yeah. do pretty decent with this but it's also detective pikachu so it's not something <laughs> that we've seen over here um so, it's interesting. Has anyone looked at any kind of Detective Pikachu gameplay or videos or anything?
3: mm
0: Nope. No. Because I believe it's out in Japan right now, isn't it?
3: Yeah. Hmm.
0: But the uh, whole Danny DeVino thing is still coming back. <laughs> <laughs> People mm-hmm. want Danny DeVino to voice Detective Pikachu, so we'll see if that happens. Oh, uh, I don't know if I would go to a movie theater to watch this, to be honest.
2: I can say that I definitely would not.
0: What about anyone else? Would you pay $10 to watch Detective Pikachu live-action
4: movie? Uh, $10, yeah, but not on the opening
1: weeks.
5: No. I'd
4: probably, wait. I'd probably wait until it's just about to be pulled.
0: Craig would Computers. have to. He's got a kid.
1: Yeah, if the kid wanted to watch it, which I doubt he would. Nope, I don't think so? No, nah, I don't think he would. He'd rather just... He'd rather just sit there and play his DS
0: than go to watch a movie. <laughs> uh, that's fair enough. I'll, I'll wait to red box it or something. But I'll still watch it. Maybe once it comes out, if we're still going here, we can do a review of it. Um, let's see. The next battle spot. Ooh, the next battle competition has been announced. It's the Unova Classic competition. <laughs> Uh, the competition mm. is a triple battle competition and runs unique rules. The rules allow for you to use Pokemon in the national Pokedex from number one to number 649. Uh, so the exceptions to these rules are Mewtwo, Mew, Lugia, Ho-Oh, Celebi, Kyogre, Groudon, Requaza, Jirachi, Deoxys, Dialga, Palkia, Giratina, Fione, Manaphy, Darkrai, Shaman, Arceus, Victini, Reshiram, Zekrom, Kirim, Keldeo, Meloetta, and Genesect. <laughs> so... All the big name legendaries are not allowed. Uh, no mega Stones allowed. And then registration runs from August 18th to the 28th, while battles run from August 26th to the 28th. Do what now? So the... <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I've copied this from Cerebi, so it's wrong. So I assume that registration runs from the 18th to the 26th, or the 25th, while battles are 26th to the 28th. Uh, and all entrants get a level 35 Darmanitan based on En's Darmanitan. It has the ability Zen Mode and the moves Thrash, Belly Drum, Flare Blitz, and Hammer Arm. Is Zen Mode uh, already in the game? I haven't seen a Zen Mode Darmanitan before.
5: Yeah.
0: It I is? think. Isn't it?
4: Yeah. Should be.
2: I'm
0: pretty sure it is. Why well, have I not seen that? That's, That's weird.
4: Popular.
0: Anyways. Ahead of the 2016 Pokemon World Championships this year, the special schedule for the live streams for the event have been officially announced. Uh, Like the US Nationals, it'll be split between four different streams across the two first days, which will be August 19th and August 20th, and then the finals of the World Championships will be on the main stream account on Sunday, August 21st. so, they'll likely do the same. They'll start with TCG Sunday morning and then end it off with VGC Sunday afternoon. Uh, so, look forward to that. Again, August 19th, 20th, and 21st. Uh, the international rollout for Pokemon Go has started with the release of the game on iOS and Android, and Pokemon Go is now live in Hong Kong. The rollout is continuing, but we don't know what will be released and when, but at the moment, but the moment that the news comes, it shall be posted on Serbia's website, serbia.net. This is where I'm getting these articles. I'm just copying and pasting. So if it sounds weird, then it's not my fault. It <laughs> sounds a little odd to me. Uh San Diego Comic Con just ended. last over the what the past couple of days? It was last last 10? Sunday. Yeah. Uh, and Pokemon Go had their own panel, and some news was revealed about the game's upcoming updates. Uh, All this comes from Niantic CEO John Hanke. He revealed the first artwork of the leaders of Team Valor, Mystic, and Instinct. Previously, they were only silhouettes. Uh, As such, they will have a further role in the game, which will be revealed at a later point. Uh, Team Valor's leader is known as Candela. Team leader... Or The leader of Team Mystic is Blanche, and the name of Team Instinct's leader is Spark. Now, I'm sure we've all seen this. Uh, Craig, what are your opinions on these?
1: Well, if you only have access to one of the legendaries, that's going to be kind of, I don't know, kind of lame. Given What you it, do. If, it, if you could only have the one that your team picked. I don't know. Then you can't complete the Pokedex, so that's, that's kind of lame.
0: Well, that's why there's trading. It's going to be implemented, too. Yeah. I don't know
1: if I like it. I don't know if I like it.
4: Yeah, there has to be some other way to get them uh, well, well down the road. But initially, it will just be the one.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, if initially... they have special events where you can go and get the other Legendaries, that's fine. But or limiting maybe, the uh, access to it is kind of lame.
4: Or maybe you would get it access from Sun and Moon.
0: Well, I think but, what they—they're
4: always saying that they're going to make a is somehow interconnected.
0: I think what they said though is that whenever they have a legendary bird event, you can only capture the one of your team though. So I don't think they're gonna do like an Articuno event whenever Team Instinct can catch it. I think they're just gonna do a legendary bird event, whatever your team, whatever team you're on, that's the bird that's gonna pop up for you. Is what it. That's what it sounded like. What they were talking about. Which, if, if that's the case, then I'm glad that I'm on Team Instinct. <laughs> well, that's for the birds. Yeah, that's just for the birds. Uh, what do? Does anyone have any thoughts on the designs of the team leaders? I actually don't remember what they look like. I mean, <laughs> I haven't seen them yet.
1: <laughs> when you first join your team, don't you get a look at them, and then they go away, and you don't ever see them again?
0: No, you just get the silhouette.
1: Ah, that's right.
0: so, so No wonder go, I don't
1: remember what they look like.
0: Look on our Twitter at Why Not a Podcast.
1: <laughs> well, that's a useful tool. You should use it, like I should.
0: Yeah, <laughs> Fiona, do you have any thoughts on their designs?
3: Not really. I can't, I can't say anything about the designs. It surprised me, honestly.
0: Someone's done what done I would expect
3: that. them to look like.
0: Uh, so, from what I've seen on Twitter. Um, be... So they're already making fun of Spark. I don't know why, but they just have to make fun of Team Instinct. Because it's a horrible name. It's not the name, though. They're <laughs> making fun of how he looks. Well, I don't know how they look, so, you know. Well, you should look at it. I will. They're making fun of how he looks. He's just a cool-looking guy. I don't know what, what there is to make fun of. He looks like the, the guy that's kind of a slacker, but is actually the really like, talented guy, you know? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> if, you, if you say so. So, But people are making out Candela, which is Valor's leader, just to be a brute force kind of lady. And they're making out Blanche to be uh all book smart, and they're making out Spark to be the slacker that's actually talented, if that makes any sense. So uh,
1: Spark, is, Spark is popping his collar, so I think that's probably... Yeah. Part of the reason why they're making fun of him. <laughs> well, yeah,
3: he's got like a hoodie on, and then he's got like a blazer on in front of it, it. Looks like
0: he looks like a cool guy to me.
3: He looks chill.
4: He's all right.
0: But anyway, more from John Hankey. Is that his name, John Hankey? Yep, John Hankey. <laughs> he confirmed that Niantic are holding off on any legendary Pokemon events until Pokemon Go had finished its worldwide release people were hoping for a legendary drop on at a uh, Comic-Con but it did not happen. Uh, and then they announced some more features to be added to Pokemon Go. So I'm going to let someone else take this away. Craig, how about you? All right, let me see here.
1: Uh, so Let's see.
0: If you can decipher my notes. Yeah, I'm trying to <laughs> figure out where you left it on. Features announced to be added to Pokemon
1: Go. Okay, well, during the Pokemon Go presentation, they added these things, or they said they're going to add them. They will be able to transform Pokestops into Pokemon Centers in a future update, and also, according to Henke, they eventually want to add customization options to Pokestops, which would encourage players to visit different Pokestops, instead of probably just camping out at one and keep spinning the ball every five minutes. Yep. Um... Other customization options weren't elaborated on, but they probably include training dojos or training centers or maybe even possibly a daycare, daycare center to raise Pokemon or maybe even breeding, maybe. Who knows? Yeah. Um, it was mentioned that Pokemon training was top on Niantic's list, which is would be fantastic because I cannot find a pincer anywhere. <laughs> I've gone like all over the place. And I cannot even... Flip. You're trying to
0: power up the one that you have? I don't have one. I don't have one at all. Oh, well, training is not going to help that. It's just to raise your Pokemon's power, I'm assuming. Ah, uh, yes.
1: Um, it's also been confirmed that the next batch of Pokemon Sun and Moon information is to be released on the official sites on August 1st. We don't know what that information is, but we'll see what, it is, what happens with that.
0: Yeah, that's only that's a week from now, right? Can, I'm gonna can I make a comment? I know you guys
2: talked about this last week, but why are they bringing up so much information so quickly? I think at first I thought it was a good idea because it kept up the hype for Sun and Moon, but now it's it's almost like it's too much. I wanted to be surprised by some things.
0: Well, senior, if you answered our question on Twitter, we could have read it last episode.
2: I'm sorry that I wasn't able to <laughs> because of the screaming children surrounding me, but you know.
0: Uh, but I agree with you. I think they're releasing too much too fast, and we're not going to be too surprised once the game comes out. But I don't know. We'll see. Hopefully uh, the Pokedex is another 100 150 because we've already learned 25
5: <laughs>
4: Oh, wow.
2: Has it really been $25? Yep. Mm-hmm.
0: Wow. $25. Yeah, uh, uh, well,
4: I, I don't play the games
0: to
2: be surprised, so I'm fine with saving games. <laughs> so the there's something about the. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was going say, there's, there's something about that childish kind of joy when you see something you've
1: never seen before in a game. That's yeah. what I'm hoping for. I agree with you, here I, I kind of am in the same position of that, that I don't really want to see everything. Like, I, I seeing the starters, it's kind of cool, but I also at the same time was like, well, maybe I don't want to see the starters, even though I know they would come out. But
0: That's like I, the biggest part of the game is choosing your starter.
1: I know, and I, I, I just have this... <laughs> Like Sania, it's <clears throat> this this uh, want to be surprised for stuff. I guess
0: maybe they won't reveal the evolutions. That would be nice. It'd be <laughs> nice if they didn't. It'd be
2: surprising if they didn't at this rate, at the rate they're going, because they've been releasing news almost every three weeks at this point. We still have almost three months until the release.
0: Well, it's been like every week, not even every three weeks. <laughs> maybe okay, they'll I'm, release I'm, the I'm,
1: championships I'm... champions
0: team, and we'll get to study for it beforehand. <laughs> Last episode, we did miss some stuff, though. Uh, we missed Hyper Training. We didn't talk about that. It's a new mode, kind of like Super Training, I guess. Um, and with Hyper Training, Pokemon that have gone to level 100 will be able to increase their individual strengths or their IVs, uh, which has never been possible before. It utilizes bottle caps as an item in order to boost these stats. Whenever Magearna is distributed, it will be given a bottle cap. So this is interesting, being able to uh, increase IVs. It's definitely going to help uh, the competitive scene. Hopefully deter hackers, uh, keep the game clean. What do you guys think about increasing IVs? And then what do you think about having to be level 100 to do it? Because It's not super hard, but it's definitely a task. I think, um, for me,
2: the fact that it has to be at level 100 is still going to encourage some type of hacking because no one's going to want to sit there and, and go at blissey bases to level up their teams to 100 we'll
0: you know see, repeatedly it's just not of moon so they no might not even have blissey bases <laughs>
5: mm-hmm. well
2: i mean but even if you use like pokemaker or something to, to trade to get them back into uh Omega ruby or alpha sapphire to do that even that and that's currently the best way of kind of mass leveling that we have I feel like it's still going to encourage hackers because it's going to take up so much time getting to level 100, but it is going to be nice not having to constantly soft reset for legendaries Mm -hmm. when
0: you can increase their IVs manually. If they let you do it for legendaries.
4: Uh, Fair point.
0: I assume they would, but... Sam, what were you
4: saying? Uh, Let's not say that nobody will level them up to 100. uh, I got lots of free time.
0: (laughs) (laughs)
5: <laughs> true true
0: yeah yeah i think with it being level 100 since that's still a lot of time to put in i'm sure there'll still be quite a bit of hacking going around uh, and then next up we didn't talk about the little trainer poses uh that end up in pokemon like super attacks uh they look like it's weird the trainer just kind of dance around and then strike a pose and then the pokemon I don't know. Kameha Meha waves it.
5: <laughs>
0: Fiona, did you? Let's get your opinion. What do you think about this? What do you think it is? What do you think's going on?
3: I honestly didn't even notice it. No. Like I, no, I didn't notice it was the thing at all.
0: Oh well. Let's go to someone else. Greg, did you watch
1: it? Yeah. Yeah, I saw it, and I don't know. It's probably that burst thing that we've all kind of speculated, and but who knows what that even means or. I mean before before the six gen ones came out and they were talking about mega evolutions, we I mean, who knew who knew? So yeah. this burst thing this burst thing
0: could be anything really. Well we saw the super attack, but we didn't see any kind of fusion or anything, so I don't know if that's out of the gate or what, but uh, we didn't see that. But it's something to do with their new bracelet, new little stones. So look forward to. We also got to see someone blow-drying a Pikachu if you want to groom your Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> that might My have to dream. do... Maybe they're implementing contests again. Who knows? You might groom your Pokemon before the contest. So did
1: you ever do the contests,
0: anybody? I did, to get the Luka- <clears throat> the Lucaria Knight. Mm. I, and, I think uh, I did as well. In Pokemon Y. That's the only way you could get it. Or no, not Y. I guess it would be omega ruby and alpha
4: sapphire yeah Yeah. why
0: they just give you the cario with the cario yeah so omega (laughs) ruby and alpha sapphire you have to get master class in every contest type uh which was pretty easy to do with the cosplay pikachu so just took some time
1: you get do it to get the bow when you come out on the field
0: yeah that's why i do it yeah (laughs) (laughs) uh let's see Uh, Last thing from the trailer that we didn't talk about and it's kind of a big one I don't know how I missed it. Pokemon global link competition hosting. So now you can uh, host your own competition Um, The customizable rules as of now are as followed you can customize your competition name and description uh, Which is kind of given You can make your own rule set, but right now it's only singles and doubles Uh, you can customize the pokedex option so either the national decks or just the alola Dex. there are some pokemon restrictions if you want to do sun and moon only or all including bank transferred pokemon so uh, to elaborate just the pokemon that you catch on that cartridge uh, instead of transferred pokemon uh, you can customize the duration of the games and you can put a or the duration of the turns Uh, You can put a timer on the games, which right now is only 10 or 30 minutes. Uh, You can customize the amount of battles per day, the type of competition, whether it's public or private, and the participating trainers. Uh, You can either leave it open to everyone or specify trainers with a selection allowing you to specify which trainers. I'm not sure how that would work, but you can host your own competitions on Global Link, so it's cool. You guys, once this comes out, do you guys want to host some kind of tournament? <laughs> yes, yeah, sure, for it. sure, yeah. Possibly, <laughs> we'll see. Uh, well, that's it for our news. Did I miss anything? Nothing I can see. Well, I don't know. Nothing I can think anyways, of. Anyway, <laughs> Sanja.
2: You know what? I have. I do keep up with some things.
0: Okay.
4: Not very many things.
2: Though.
0: Anyone have any other comments on anything? Take that as a no.
4: Uh, you know, for the Detective Pikachu movie, I
0: would actually like uh, Vin Diesel as the voice of Pikachu. <laughs> oh my gosh! Dwayne Johnson, the <laughs> be amazing. But, uh Yeah, Vin Diesel with a deep voice—that'd be pretty interesting.
1: I was thinking Morgan Freeman myself.
0: <laughs>
1: <Ooh>.
0: <laughs> uh, no females, no female Pikachu. <laughs> Ellen DeGeneres, anyone?
4: I'd be—I'd watch uh,
0: that. <laughs> she's All
1: right. already dory though that would be too much that's true that's true
4: mm-hmm. a tina fey pikachu
0: tina fey with the lay or the comfy or whatever it was. and on that note yeah on that yeah note. <laughs> that's it for our news uh we're gonna go ahead and take our break and then move on to our topic which uh for any of those into competitive pokemon which i know there's quite a bit I think this topic is the one for you. We're talking about Pokemon Draft Leagues today, so stick around and we will be right back. And we're back with our topic of the day. Again, it's Pokemon Draft League, so get excited for you if you're competitive. Um, Let's see. Fiona, I'm gonna have you start off on this little part. What is a Pokemon Draft League?
3: Well, a Pokemon draft league is when a group of people draft Pokemon in order to create a team to later battle against the other teams throughout a season to see who can win the most games, get the best knockout differential, and earn a spot in the playoffs to then compete to be the league champion. It's a lot like a fantasy sports league, and it's basically that, but with Pokemon instead of sports players, and you battle each other each other to get the best record by the end of the season and one really popular example is like the gba the ucl then there's like the cil the dbl and there's a lot more
0: <laughs> the cil e- and the dbl e- are really really small but we participate so we had to mention them
3: i say but we are in them
0: <laughs> the gba is huge though uh it's yeah. got big youtubers that play uh and they upload every sunday people like a drive and mega mogwai uh In the past, Shady Penguin was on there. Hayden is on there, which is Craig's favorite. I love me some Hayden, so yeah, I watch (laughs) the
1: battles.
0: And then the UCL is pretty big, too. It's got YouTubers like Shady Penguin's still in that, I believe. King Nappy's (laughs) in
5: there.
0: Um, Drew is in there. There's a bunch of good guys. No, Shady's not in there anymore. Is he out, too? Yeah, Shady dropped out of both leagues. Oh, well. Never mind.
2: Sadly, I, you can watch some fan, of his, so. his
0: past seasons though on his channel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Little <laughs> shout out to Shady Penguin, even though he's not here. But um, so yeah, that's that's pretty much what a draft league is. Do you like how I worded that for you? <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much exactly what it is. In
3: yeah,
0: fantasy sports, but with Pokemon and battles. Okay? I,
3: that's how I explain it to people all the time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right, so now we're gonna move on to what to look for when drafting. Sandy, I'm gonna have you take this over. Sure, sure. Well, oh, there's a um, lot. I'll have you take some over. <laughs> okay, yeah, I'll take some over. <laughs> Stop whatever I, have about, I have about 15 minutes before I have to bail,
2: so I'm going to go ahead and uh, get through some of this. Um, one of the big things that people look for are uh, typing cores. So different cores of Pokemon, usually about two or three uh, in any draft league, that cover each other's weaknesses, that they can switch in uh, on the on an attack that would affect one of them you know, super effectively, another Pokemon can switch in and take that hit better. Um, it gives you coverage. It's extremely effective. Um, two of the most popular cores that are out there that cover each other's weaknesses pretty well are the Firewater Grass core that is a bit older. In my opinion, uh, not as good as the other core, but it's solid. And the second core is Fairy Dragon Steel. Um, given how many immunities and how many resistances the fairy dragon steel core has in my opinion that's the better core
0: uh, what do you guys think it's fantastic i love fairy dragon yeah. steel yeah so yeah. that's is what i was doing it? wrong <laughs>
4: yeah yeah i did not do any of that in a draft
0: you guys didn't <laughs> didn't create your cores
4: uh, i create ideas for a team uh
0: so that's usually probably the first thing that you want to start with is get a core in mind i think uh Season 1 of the CIL, yeah. I went Water, Fire, Grass with Mega Blastoise. And then this season, I went Fairy Dragon Steel with Mega Latios and then uh, Skarmory and Florges. And it's done really well. Fiona, yeah, you kind big... of did the same thing, too. Yeah,
3: yeah, I know last season of the CIL, I definitely did like the Fire, Water, Grass core with Heatran, Mega Slowbro, and Celebi. And then this year, I was actually... For this season actually, I was actually looking and I was trying to figure out what I did. (laughs) And I kind of did but not really. (laughs) But I know for the DBL, I got fancy and I tried to draft both a Fairy Dragon Steel core and a Firewater Grass core.
0: Ooh. And the DBL is the double battle league. So it it doesn't really it's a little different than what we're gonna be talking about. We're mostly talking about singles leagues. uh, Because double battles have a completely different strategy to them than singles. So some of this stuff might work and some of it might not. We're actually going to try to get uh, Pat, who started the DBL, on. And we're going to do a little segment with him and try to throw it in here at the end. And we'll talk about the DBL then. So if you hear us talking about it, that's what it is. We'll try to get a little interview going with him. But just a little uh, talk about the DBL there. Continue on, whoever was talking. <laughs>
2: oh, thank you. I'm just whoever now. Um, another thing that uh, there's a few different support uh, roles that they draft for certain Pokemon. Um, Skarmory is actually a good example of a, of a good support mom with its defense. But uh, a big thing that comes into play, especially in a singles league, is speed control, though it works for doubles as well. Uh, you have different moves like Tailwind or Trick Room that give your Pokemon generally an advantage of going first. Um, Tailwind, increasing the speed, while Trick Room allows the slowest Pokémon to move first. And then you have moves that affect the opponent's Pokémon that slow them down, like Icy Wind or Thunder Wave or uh, different hazards like Sticky Webs, which we'll talk about in a second. Um, there's a lot of cool little speed control things kind of give you the advantage of hitting first, allowing your bigger hitting mons that are a little slower to have the advantage, get a first hit in, hopefully knock out a Pokémon. Um we also have entry hazard setters uh Stealth rocks, spikes, toxic spikes, sticky web, stuff like that.
0: Huge um, in singles game.
2: Mm-hmm. It is massive, especially I find that um Stealth rocks are huge when you given the, how many pokemon that are extremely powerful are flying you think of
0: uh, Talon Dragonite.
2: Flame. Dragonite Talonflame
0: uh, Charizard
2: Charizard, there are there are several different things that come in and take at least twenty five percent, if not fifty percent, in Talonflame's case.
0: Talonflame, all yeah, Talonflame and Charizard take half from a Stealth yeah. Rock. it's crazy. Yeah, which
2: which is absurd, you know. So there's a huge Sticky Web is great for speed control if you want to run a slower team. Uh, if anyone that's listening has watched the GBA, you see that A Drive planned to make a Sticky Web team, but he didn't implement it at all correctly. Or,
0: uh, but it's, it's
2: huge once you get that.
0: Or if you watch the CIL, you see my Smeargle putting in work with Sticky webs. Just saying.
2: Everybody hates Smeargle, man.
0: (laughs) Especially Blue. (laughs)
2: Um, But yeah, so so, uh, to go along with the hazard setters, uh, there's also hazard removers. Uh, Rapid Spin, Defog. Skarmory is a good example. Uh, Donfan is an extremely good Rapid Spinner, uh, given its powerful defensive uh,
0: bulk. Mm-hmm.
2: um i'm just curious who's your favorite hazard remover guys because i i know i have a personal favorite i'm just curious what you guys think
0: latios or Latias for their defog i'd have to say uh <laughs> i mean rapid spinners are good uh Starmie is a good rapid spinner dot fan fortress uh even blastoise and mega blastoise but defog is certain just about certain and rapid spin can be blocked with ghost types. So. I feel more comfortable with Defog, even though Rapid Spin does get a little bit of damage off.
2: Yeah, for me, the the damage isn't the biggest thing. Um, It depends on how dependent your team is on setting up hazards. Uh, If your team is a sticky web team that needs those hazards up, Mm -hmm. Defog is a bit risky, given that it gets rid of your opponent's hazards as well as your own.
0: I usually try to go over both anyways. I'll try to draft a Defogger and a Rapid Spinner within the first few rounds. Fair
2: point. But, um... Couple more uh good support Pokemon or good supporting roles are uh status setter. Um so Pokemon they come in, get those will list off, get toxic off, thunder wave stuff like that. Um for me I love using my cl- Fable, Cletus, haha Kevin, um <laughs> to to come in and set up set he doubles as a hazard setter with stealth stealth rocks. He also has toxic, he has Thunder Wave, he has a lot of different things he can do to affect the, the opponent's team, while also packing a pretty good punch with Moonblast.
5: Um,
2: I I've used several different things for status setters, uh, and uh, he, uh, along with that healers, um, Pokemon that come in get off wishes uh, for, to heal other Pokemon, Heal Bells to remove statuses, along with Rama Therapy for that. Um, and then you have Pokemon that have Moonlight Slack off and recover, which give increase their uh, HP again, which I think. Moonlight is the only one that relies on conditions, correct? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, if anybody know exactly how that works, because I actually don't. Uh,
0: no, but I assume that if sun's out, it doesn't heal as much. I guess morning sun kind of goes along with that. It's, it's weather-dependent. If sun's out, it heals more.
2: But yeah, I'm going to hand over the reins of this to someone else because I, sadly, must leave you guys. All right. So, it was great to be back. It was great hearing you all, and uh do me do me proud of the show, guys.
0: You guys got a little bit little bit of Sanier for the week.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'll be back I'll be back very soon, guys. The the pilgrimage, as you guys have called it, is almost over.
0: All right. Well, we'll see you later. All right. All right, Sanier hopped on out of here. So, let's see. We still got a few things to go over. Uh, Sam, you want to talk about the rest of this? What to look forward? What what to look for when drafting?
4: Uh, sure. Uh, now we're on to uh, offense. Yeah. And there's not much in the notes for these.
0: No, it's just Uh, overall physical and special offense, and overall uh, physical and special defense. You just want a little bit of both to round out your team. Uh, defense. Usually, supporter roles are also pretty defensive. Uh, Things like Skarmory can take a nice physical hit and offer support. And then, like, Flourges can take a good special hit and offer support. And then you want offensive Pokemon to come in and sweep or just do damage. But you can move on to the next little part. (laughs) Yeah. Uh,
4: The next thing you look for are abilities. And abilities are usually a key factor when determining a Pokemon's role on the team. For example, a Pokemon with Magic Balance will likely be a support Pokemon rather than a physically offensive Pokemon. Uh, I have something working in the works for uh, that in doubles, but (laughs) not going to say just yet. (laughs) Uh, The next thing to look for is to make sure you have diversity in your team's abilities to make sure that they don't conflict with the team or Pokemon's overall strategy. For example, if you set out Sun with the Mega Charizard Y and you bring in Venusaur, you want to make sure the Venusaur has a chlorophyll rather than overgrow, so that it'll get its speed boost, uh, which will make it likely to outspeed a majority of the opponent's teams.
5: Mm -hmm. Uh,
4: When you're building for your match, choose abilities that work well against your opponent's overall team strategy or key Pokémon weakness. For example, if your Sweeper is weak to a strong water-type Pokemon like Starmie and you have a Vaporeon, bring that Vaporeon with a Water Absorb so that you can predict a water-type attack and switch in with it to nullify the attack and gain advantage and restore HP.
0: Yeah, which I'm sure I missed some stuff on the abilities, but abilities are definitely key in battles. Uh, Let's see, Craig, have you talked any? There's just one little part here, but i'm just taking notes
1: i'm taking notes because this is all stuff that i don't do
0: i, I gave you the notes right here <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm, I'm mentally filing them away for my next <laughs> my next draft uh and then another really key thing that you want to look for when drafting is your mega pokemon normally the leagues allow one mega um the dbl is different it allows if you draft any pokemon that it's able to mega evolve you can use that as a mega instead of just declaring one mega for your team but usually you just declare one mega so whenever you do uh, whenever you do draft look for your mega it's probably going to be the biggest component of your team Uh, and usually it's the focus of the team so you might want to select it first and build around it Uh, that way you can kind of start with that core that we talked about first um and usually the Mega plays the main role in the team, whether it's to sweep or stall or set up or, or support. Uh, there's supportive Megas like Sableye uh, and Baynet, which hasn't been really used. But Sableye is a good example of a support Mega as well as a defensive Mega. But then you get offensive ones like the Charizards or the Lopunny. Uh, and those are kind of the Pokemon that you want to build around. Uh, you definitely don't want to wait until the end the very end to draft your mega because all the best ones will be taken. Uh, but that's kind of, I
1: think, I think we should say who our megas we drafted this year are in the CIL and why we chose them. Well, you can start it off. Well, I, for the <laughs> last two seasons, I've had the number one pick, which means I've been worse. <laughs> but, but, uh, I drafted Alteria last year and I wasn't done with him. I felt like I just started to, to scrape the top of, of what he could do, so I I drafted Altaria again this year because I was just starting to get comfortable. So Number I, I like Altaria. I like Mega Alteria because it's very diverse in what it can do. Mm-hmm. It can be offensive if you if you build it that way. Its stats are all very they're they're all very decent, and so you can make it defensive. But Cotton Guard on there, you can you can do a lot of things with it. So Cotton I like, Guard
0: and Roost and
1: Yeah, you can. Toxic cotton garden roost all day if you it also
0: gets really good diversity with with uh special attacks. Exactly. Fire blast, uh Draco Meteor, just uh not cyber voice, um uh, whatever the other it's one is. Hyper voice. Yeah, hyper voice. Yeah,
1: it can do a lot of things, and I like being able to be not predictable. Um, not only because I'm not don't know what I'm doing, but just <laughs> because Alteria is so versatile.
0: Fiona, what Mega, did you pick the past two seasons?
3: Okay, so last season I went with Mega Slowbro, partly because I really didn't know what I was doing. I was like, I like this design, so I'm gonna go <laughs> with it. And he's he's just really bulky and great, but a lit. I think he's a little too slow for how I like to play. Yeah, but. This season, I did not do what the notes say you should usually do, and <laughs> I selected my Mega last because I honestly had no idea what I wanted to use. So I kind of just like looked through what was available and what I had drafted, and I decided Absol best fit my team. And I really feel like I haven't used Mega Absol to the best of his ability this season but I'm working on it.
0: Well, your first it's, game, did, he did pretty good.
3: Yeah, he did really good his first, his first game. But since then, it's kind of been a struggle.
0: Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of people that do want to save their Megas for last. They want to get the, the team's core without using a Mega and then just bring in a Mega that might fit. I kind of disagree with that, though, because I think you should probably build around the Mega. But that might just be me. Uh, season one of the CIL, I started with Mega Blastoise. So I thought it was interesting. Not a whole lot of people use it. It was in UU. Uh, it gets Mega Launcher, so any of its moves that are Aura moves or um, Pulse moves, like Dark Pulse, Water Pulse, Dragon Pulse, etc., they get a, sp- a special boost. Uh, so its special attack was pretty pretty high after that, and then it already has really good bulk. Plus it gets Rapid Spin, so it covered a lot of a lot of these points, and it did pretty well. Uh, and then this season, I decided to try to go more hyper offense, and I went with Mega Latios, um, who's been pretty dang good. What about the DBL? Who'd you get in the DBL as far as Megas? Fiona.
3: I think I I think I I, I didn't intend to do this, but I had one Mega on my mind, and that was Mega Pidgeot. Yeah i'd watched Tupp use it in the gba and i was like i want to do that and then i used it in the Kano Cast tournament and i liked it so i decided i was just gonna roll with it but i meant to get more i was just really focused on the one
0: sam what megas did you get for the dbl
4: uh in the dbl i got a mega Slowbro, uh because at the point of the draft uh when i got it uh i realized i didn't have a mega Pokemon. Uh, and there was a few that I that I wanted that were already taken. Uh, but the Slowbro, he did add to uh, the core idea that I originally had planned for it. And then uh, the other Mega I got was Alakazam because he is critical to one of my tricks.
0: Mega Alakazam is pretty good, though. Fast and yeah. high special attack. Just don't get hit with <laughs> a... Knock
4: off. By physical or, attack. Yeah. Yeah, don't get hit by sucker something punch. physical. But he does have a pretty decent special defense.
0: Yeah, a Psycho Punch would knock you, out, knock you out first hit, but you know. Uh, for the DBL, I did not intentionally do this, but I ended up with a, uh, a lot of Megas. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I was the 11th pick out of 12. So I I was close to a wheel pick, and I noticed that this core was not picked up yet, so I picked it up. Um, So for my first pick, I picked Charizard Y. And then the next two picks, this other Pokemon wasn't taken, so I got it, It which is a really great core for doubles, and it's a Venusaur. So I have that option of Mega Venusaur 2, so I can go Super Offensive Sun or I go Bulky Venusaur. Then the next round, I don't know how the heck this Pokemon lasted so long, but I got Garchomp. Uh, which also gets a Mega Evolution. And then further down in Round 7, I got Blastoise, which also gets a Mega Evolution. All uh, the
1: starters, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I
0: got Charizard, Venusaur, Blastoise, and uh, Garchomp, all his Mega options. And I've used Did you Mega Pikachu, too, while you were at it? <laughs> no, but I got Jolteon. We talked about last episode using Jolteon and bevels and I've, I've used it both games, and I've won both games. So take that as you will. Alrighty. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, Mega Pokemon is definitely a big focus whenever uh, whenever drafting. So, just to recap, you want a good support Pokemon as far as hazards and status and healers. You want overall offensive defense. Uh, you want to make sure your abilities match up, and then look for that key Mega Pokemon on your team. Y'all you good there? Well, See? how
1: are yep. you doing this? How are you doing this season in the in the CIL, there, Chase? <laughs> how am I doing?
0: Yeah. Oh, I'm doing terrible. <laughs> so don't uh-huh. listen to us. <laughs> um let, let me check real quick i've lost one game by technicality technicality that i planned uh so i'm six and one plus 15 on the differential oh that's terrible <laughs> uh and my one loss i planned because i brought smeargle uh i used it for Entry Hazards, I think I used Sticky Web and Stealth Rock, and then I used Spore. And then my last move, I planned, like well, I kind of planned, it was kind of joking, but kind of not, because I went, ended up using it anyways. Um, I decided to go with Explosion. And it came down to the last turn, it was his, his or her, I don't remember who it was, Mega Scizor, who had like 7% HP, and then my Smeargle, and my Smeargle outsped, I used Explosion, I killed Scizor, uh, but since Explosion makes you faint first, I technically lost, but it was 0-0. So it didn't really affect me too much besides that record, but I'm not too worried about it. <laughs> <laughs> and then I've also uh, subbed in a few times, twice for Sanyor, <clears throat> and I won both of those games. And then I subbed once for Kevin, and I won that game as well. So, so just just barely...
1: Decent. Yeah, I'm just a, a dabble.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this
1: season, I I got my first win, so I'm pretty excited about <laughs> yes. that. Yes, it's taken two seasons pretty much, but I've got my first win, it's and all you uh, it, it was it was awesome. And your I son probably won't win that. for another season, but I'm pretty happy about having at
0: least one. Your son watched, so Roll yeah, on. he he did. He was excited. Fiona, what about you? How's your CIL season been?
3: Uh it's been, it's been interesting. I won my first game, and I have lost every game since. So.
0: <laughs> uh, I'm yeah. looking at it now. So it looks like you're 1-6-18, Craig. Yeah. Craig is 1-6-16. and six minus 16.
1: I've actually gotten a few Ooh. knockouts this season, but it always ends up being one guy that just sweeps through my team after I take out the first two or so.
0: Well, we have one guy who I don't want to mention to be mean or anything, but he's not won a game, so you're at least you're ahead of him.
1: I may not get the first pick next year. I'm making progress. <laughs> but if is not there, I'm going to be mad. You going for it again? <laughs> Maybe. I might. Uh,
0: okay. What about the EBL, Sam? How's your first week or two been? I don't know how many games you played.
4: I have played one game, and uh, I lost, but... It's a differential of three, so I
0: knocked out three. <clears throat> That's good. Fiona, what about your DBL?
3: I would say I have played two and one two.
0: Ah, me too. Look at us representing. Actually, yeah. I don't know how interested people would be, but do you want to run through some of our teams, like the whole list? Or do you think we're good? I think we're good. Okay. Well, we can go ahead and move on then. So, yeah, that was our Draft League topic. We're going to take one more break and then come back at you with the Wonder Trade competition. We'll be right back. All right, we're back from our final break, and we're going to move on into the Wonder Trade competition. And at this point, I'm going to let Fiona take over.
3: All right. For those of you who don't know, the Wonder Trade competition is where we wonder trade. We pick something to wonder trade. We wonder trade it live, and then we announce what we got, and you, the listeners, get to vote on who got the best Pokemon. So, in last episode's winner was Sam and his Slowpoke. Of the thirty-three votes, Nummel got the least amount of votes with sixteen percent. Wismer got the second least with twenty-one percent. And then Love disc, Love disc who I actually voted for, came in with 27%, and with Slowpoke won with 36% of the votes. So, yeah, who's giving away what?
1: Actually, I did vote for Slowpoke, so I, I guess I yeah. did get the winner, so... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
3: and
4: I also voted for Slowpoke.
0: <laughs> well, you guys suck. Yeah.
3: <laughs> I mean, I didn't vote for myself, so...
1: That's very upstanding of you, Fiona.
3: Mostly
4: my whisper was kind of. You don't think the presidential dummies are going to vote for
3: themselves? <laughs> no, I just I just like to love disc better than what I got. Speaking of which, I am actually trading away at my little chuchmer French whizmer with an impish nature.
0: Oh, you just got it.
3: Yeah. Ah. I'ma set him free. <laughs> Uh,
4: this week I'm going to be trading off a uh, level 65 Espeon. It's holding a luxury ball, and it's uh, the only non-Groudon in this box. I assume I was uh, I was trying to breed uh, Morning Sun onto the Groudon with Espeon.
0: Craig, what about you?
1: I'm giving away since we were talking about our CIL teams. I felt it was it was only natural to give away. An Altaria and my Altaria is got five IVs and it is pretty much it's it's uh, timid nature it's level five so you've got to train it up but um, it's timid and it's it's uh, one IV it's missing is from the attack stat so it's it's a pretty good it's pretty good uh, battle ready Pokemon you just gotta yeah. train it up and you'll be good just can't use that earthquake yeah no earthquake no so, it's
0: not who's... an Altaria, it's a Swablu. Um, yes, it's a Swablu. It's
1: it's a uh, potential Altaria. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Unless someone doesn't thing. check it out and then they just toss it back. They need to yeah. look at the IVs first. Yeah, I'm going right. to send out a level 50 Terrakion. Uh, it's just the one that you catch uh, soaring through the sky. I didn't do anything with it. It's a serious Terrakion with a Retaliate, Rock Slide, Sacred Sword, and Swords Dance. So, I'm going to go ahead and send that out right now.
3: All right,
0: let's do this. Has anyone connected with anyone yet?
4: Yeah, I connected with somebody from Japan.
0: Yeah, I guess it's about time for the Japanese to be waking up. Hopping on Pokemon. Let's see.
3: I also connected with somebody from Japan.
0: I connected with someone from Guatemala. Craig, did you connect? Craig, are you even here? Hi. I
1: got somebody from Illinois. <laughs> and I was I, I had to mute myself because I cursed on what I got back.
5: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and so I didn't want to have to bleep myself. I got a pretty decent Pokemon. I think I got this.
4: I, I think I got this.
1: I would be surprised if I get one vote.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh.
1: Is it a Zigzagoon?
0: We shall see.
3: All right, who wants to go first?
0: Sam is confident.
3: Okay, I have got a
4: level 23 Sandile. It is naive, it has intimidate, and it likes to nod off a lot.
0: That's not bad.
3: Yeah, that's pretty good.
0: I'm going to check IVs before I get mine away. (laughs) Before I say.
3: That's a good idea.
0: I'll do mine
1: next, because... Honestly, it's I could release it probably, and nobody would care. <laughs> I got a uh, a nice and neutral-natured, quirky level two Zigzagoon.
0: Yeah. yeah, from Spain. That's the stuff.
1: Yeah, I got that guy. Like, oh, it's in an it. Ultra Ball though, so that's cool.
0: My Pokemon originates from Spain too. It's a level one. It's a I guess a Breed Jack, but it has three IVs and the right. Spots. Uh, it's a level one Zorua with Illusion. It's got cool. Scratch and Leer. Nice.
3: I got a Japanese level one Whooper, which does Ooh. not have any perfect IVs. But not it, at all. No, I just checked. It has. It is. It's, it has the damp ability to prevent the use of self-destructing moves. And it just knows water gun and tail whip, and has a rash nature.
0: Uh, so we have Zorua, Wooper, Sandile, and Zigzagoon. I don't know. Craig is uh, he's got a chance here.
1: If anybody votes for the Zigzagoon, I will give it to you. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I, will,
0: I will trade it to you. Just take it.
3: That's tempting
0: okay but that was our want to trade competition so we're gonna go ahead uh after we post this probably the day or the night na- the day after oh my goodness we'll probably post the poll and you can vote on which pokemon you think should win and that'll be announced on the next episode or after the poll ends if you're interested you can look at it <laughs> but that was the Wonder to trade competition so zigzagoon zorua sandile <clears throat> and Wooper. We're gonna go ahead and move on to Aleybuff's Improv. Normally we would do Shine On, where we talk about our Shiny encounters, uh, the Shiny Bounty, which is still the Arcanine requested by Fiona, Uh, but right now, none of us have been really playing Sun and Moon in order to get any Shinies. Sanyor was, he's caught a few since he's last been on, but he hopped out, so we can't do anything with that. Um, So we're just gonna move on through Shine On at this point. But if you want to send us another Pokemon Shiny to hunt, Go ahead and send it to us on Twitter at one out of podcast along with the nickname. We can see if we can catch it. We don't give it to you, but it's a challenge to us. If you're interested, go ahead and do that. Uh, But this week's Iggly buffs improv situation. Are you guys ready? You have it in front of you. So I've been waiting (laughs) for a month for this. (laughs) (laughs) All right, listeners. I want you to pay attention to and give us your answers on Twitter. If you could. So, You wake up in a hospital and a screen flashes in your room explaining how humanity itself is coming to an end due to a zombifying virus that is spread through bites and scratches by those already affected. So think of Walking Dead um, or just any zombie apocalypse, I guess. It's the same same stuff. Um, So the screen then prompts you to select three Pokemon to accompany you through your journey of survival. And once you select those Pokemon, it dispenses that Pokeball below uh, so you need to explain your decision for each pokemon that you choose okay so you only get three and your choices are as follows uh, you get there's four different types of pokemon and three in each of those types so 12 total but you can only pick three um, so the first type is water so your choices for the water type is going to be vaporeon staryu and palpitoad your choices for fire is going to be darumaka ponyta and fletchender your choices for grass is Executor, Divani, and Torterra. And then your fighting options is Riolu, Machamp, and Toxicroak. So, Craig, I'm going to have you start this off.
5: Uh, wow.
0: Three Pokemon out of those 12. It doesn't have to be different types, they can all be the same type if you wanted to. But you can only pick three to try to get through this zombie apocalypse.
1: Alright, well, the first one I'm going to pick is Ponyta. And I feel like Ponyta will come in handy because fire is gonna is gonna be able to kill some of these zombies that are trying to attack <laughs> me. So also, stomp is a good move on that Ponyta that'll just stomp people. And if I need transportation, I feel like I could ride Ponyta. Mm-hmm. So Ponyta will be my transportation and my uh, protector at the same time. <laughs> okay. Um. The others, I'm going to go with Toxic Croak because hmm. I feel like the zombies wouldn't be able to poison him. <laughs> 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 so if I need him to go out on a recognizance mission and go scout out where my next place is that I'm going to go, you could send out Toxic Croak, knowing that he's not going to come back a zombie. Okay. Um, and the other one... Um, i'm probably this is a tough one i think maybe i would like to pick one of the water types just so i have you know some drinking water available that seems so, kind of gross i mean i guess it's like drinking milk though when you're in when you're in a desperate situation <laughs> what you do. star you pee in my mouth <laughs> i wasn't going that far but hey about how about a cup i can find a cup <laughs> I'll go with Vaporeon for uh, for that reason, for the water, just so I can have some some running water and uh, surf away if if enough people are <laughs> enough zombies are trying to attack
0: me. I will okay. go with Vaporeon. Sam, what about you? Three.
4: Uh, so I'm going to start off with uh, Riolu, Uh because I assume that someday he will evolve into Lucario. And that steel typing could very well stop it, prevent him from being uh, turned into a zombie. Because I'm assuming zombie is poison.
0: That's been uh, debated. Actually.
5: Uh, well, or maybe it was mummy
1: that was debated. I don't remember. It's, it's, no, I think it was about. zombie. Didn't we say it was either ghost or poison or one of those?
5: I
4: will ghost, argue poison. That. Someone said I
1: dark, argue. I think.
5: Yeah,
4: I will argue it's dark and poison. <laughs> uh... And, like, with just like Machamp there, like, I don't want no guard. Uh, But yeah, I'm going with uh, Riolu. uh, Because if it is poison, then a Lucario will be nice to not become a zombie. And if they are dark, Fighting type just beats up dark. Uh, And then I'll go with Fletchender as my number two. Uh, He can scout out just as well as anything else can, if not better, because he can just fly around and get in and out of small situations. Uh, Plus, he has Sunny Day, which is great for my number three, Exeggutor, who has Harvest, and we can just get berries from him. Give him a berry, he eats it, he harvests it in a sunny day, and we're all good.
0: Okay, that seems like a a decent, interesting team. What about you, Fiona?
3: All right, I'm going to start with Fletchender because it can fly me places, and I mean that can help me avoid really infected areas and try and find uninfected areas, and then I'm going to go with Torterra because once i found, like, an okay place, I can just live on the Torterra since Torterra carries the earth on its back, and then I'm going with Vaporeon because water sustains life.
0: Okay. So I want to make a case from a champ. I'm not going to choose him, but I want to make a case. And that it also gets guts, Sam. So if you happen to get poison on a champ, it's just going to get stronger.
4: He's just going to become a strong zombie.
0: Yeah, but still. He's, he's
1: going to be like the Hulk of zombies. Man. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Nobody wants that. <laughs> but he can also.
1: A guy running around in his underwear
0: that's just going to own everybody. <laughs> he can also build you stuff, though and move stuff with the Machoke moving company, but Machamp. <laughs> you got to move stuff during the zombie apocalypse. But anyway, um, I kind of made this list so that there were separate, like Sam figured it out pretty well. <clears throat> um, for myself, I'd probably also choose Riolu, but for different reasons, uh, seeing as it evolves into Lucario, it's not going to be affected by the, the poison, uh but it's also an aura Pokemon. So if you happen to find other humans, uh if you watch The Walking Dead, you can see how much uh lying and everything there is. So you can tell with Riolu or with Lucario, uh by their auras who's planning to be honest and work with you and who's not. So it kind of furthers your survival. Assume that they have some kind of Pokemon as well. <clears throat> Group up together and survive. Um, Let's see, I wanted to also make a case for Palpitoad, which I think I might actually choose Palpitoad, because it evolves into Seismitoad, who also offers you water, but there's also a ground type, so if you need it, you can, you know, force all zombies into one spot and then use Earthquake or whatever, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but it's also just a big, beefy, strong guy, so if you need stuff moved out of the way, then you can do that as well. Um, now this last spot comes down between three, and it's either Ponyta, Fletchender, or Levani. Um, now obviously Ponyta would be good because you can—it's transportation. I guess Fletchender is too because you could fly. But Levani has a certain thing about it that would help too. Uh, in the anime, you see Levani sew and make clothes and. I feel like Levante can make all kinds of useful resources, um, as well as use things like sticky webs if needed, etc., but I think I would probably go with Fletchender on this one. Fiona made a good point, you could scout it out. Um, it evolves into Talon Flame, which is awesome. Uh, if needed, it has flame body to keep you warm in the winter. So. And Levani that's... is is weak to poison, so I don't know if you'd want that anyway. Well, still. <laughs> <laughs> so I'd go with Palpatude, Fletchender, and Riolu. But I think there is you can make a case for almost all of these Pokemon. But that was well, your I... best improv. what do you guys think about this one? Okay.
4: I yeah. think I
1: want I want yeah. pretty clutch, I think.
0: <laughs> <You> think <laughs> I'm, I'm <laughs> riding a fire horse. And the
4: fire horse is just going to
1: burn you.
0: No, man. You oh, see, it trusts you, then they don't burn you. Yeah, like exactly.
1: Ash, man. Yep, when Ash was winning the contest or winning the race, it trusted him.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Craig just got done watching that. He knows. <laughs> I know. I just saw that episode. <laughs> that's the only reason why I know that. <laughs> uh, so that's what I want our listeners to answer on Twitter. Choose three of these Pokemon, okay? Vaporeon, Staryu, Palpito, Darumaka, Ponyta, Fletchender, Executor, Levani, Torterra, and Rioli, Machampa, and Toxicroak. So, choose three Pokemon to survive the apocalypse with and send it to us on Twitter at one at a podcast. We'll probably retweet you if you do, so do that. Uh, But at this time, we're going to move on to the Pokemon of the episode. Who wants to take this one away? Fiona, it's your favorite Pokemon. Do you want to take it away?
3: Sure. The Pokemon of the episode is number 59, Arcanine, the legendary Pokemon. The Pokemon Heart Gold Pokédex entry states this legendary Chinese Pokemon is considered magnificent. Many people are are enchanted by its grand mane. And then for there some, you go. Okay.
0: Since you are yeah. wondering why so many people like it, they're just enchanted by its mane.
3: Yeah, I you mean, know how in the opening where it's it's like I will travel across the land and the Arcanine is running, like you're just enchanted by its grand mane.
1: I guess. I mean, I guess so. I, I, I haven't been enchanted by it, but I guess it's cool.
3: <laughs> In the Pokemon Red and Blue beta, for some fun trivia, it was originally known as Blaze. I, I like the name Arcanine better, but yeah, I do too. Blaze is kind of a fun name, though. Arcanine is not a legendary Pokemon. It was seen. And an engraving along with legendary the legendary birds, Moltres, Articuno, and Zapdos in Pokemon Emergency. So and that's then, the
0: name of an episode.
3: Yeah. <laughs> it's like the second one, I think. It's pretty early on. It's
0: like a golden plaque in Professor Oak's lab or Pokemon Center or something, I don't remember. Yeah.
3: And then Arcanine has appeared in the Pokemon anime 13 times, and it appeared twice in Pokemon Origins. Do you want me to keep going?
0: Uh, yeah, you can.
3: Okay. <laughs> Many of Arcanine's Pokedex entries, starting with the one in Japanese Pokemon Red, reference the real world, specifically China. In fact, in that one we read earlier, it referred to China. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's a word coming up I cannot say.
4: Uh,
3: Riquan? Riquan, okay. Ryuquan? Ryuquan. Arcanine is based on the Ryuquan, a mythical creature inspired by lions, tigers, and dogs. Statues of them in pairs are used as guardians that invite good spirits and repel evil ones. It could also be based on the Heitei, a mythical fire-eating dog with similarities to lions and tigers. And then Arcanine's name is a combination of arcane and canine.
1: Do you guys have any clever names that you name your Arcanine? Oh, we know Sam's. (laughs) (laughs) Okay.
4: Yeah, there's a Hot
0: Fuzz, Barcanine, Hot Dog, just to name three. I do like Barcanine. That's a good one. <laughs> what was my Arcanine's nickname? Brigadier. That's what I named mine.
1: I I went real original. Tiger Dog.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay.
3: So I always name them after dogs.
0: Uh, let's see. I can go over the sets if you want me to, Fiona. Yeah. So I have two different sets on here, one's singles and one's doubles, <clears throat> uh, which they play very differently. So in singles, you want to run a nature of either jolly or adamant, it just depends. Uh usually I prefer Jolly, but some sets like in a in a league, you might prepare for your opponent uh where an adamant set might be enough where you don't need Jolly to outspeed. So just depends. The ability. Um if you're just choosing like a OU or UU team to take online, and you have a lot of uh, diversity in your in your team, uh, you might want to go with flash fire so you can absorb fire type attacks. Otherwise, you might go with Intimidate to lower the attack of your opponent. Uh, and the item that I have on here is Life Orb. I have a set of 252 speed and 252 attack with four and defense. Uh, and then the the move set is going to be Extreme Speed for Priority Flare Blitz for Strong um, Stab Attack. Even though you get the Recoil as well as a Wild Charge, you get re- Recoil, but it's coverage move. It's an electrotype. type uh, And then Close Combat for more coverage or Crunch in that last spot. And then for the double set, you want to run a Bold Nature uh, with Intimidate and a Citrus Berry. So it's more of a supportive role. Uh, the spread that I have on here is 252 Defense, 252 Special Attack, and 4 Speed with Heat Wave, Snarl, Will-O-Wisp, or Morning Sun, and then Protect. Um, so Heat Wave is just, it hits both opponent Pokemon with Fire-type Attack, which is pretty good. Snarl does the same, but it lowers the opponent's Special Attack, which is good. Will-O-Wisp will burn, Morning sun, uh will heal, and then Protect for obvious reasons. So that's your Pokemon on the episode number fifty nine, Arcanine. Which we know Fiona is a fan. Anyone else a fan? I have I one. that kind of Du boy Craig.
1: I have one that I got off of Wonder Trade. It's a I'm sure it's a hacked one. It's shiny, it's level hundred, had pokerus. And I've used it on Battle Spot a few times and it's it's pretty cool. I like using that morning sun. That it's mm-hmm. definitely bulky and it it annoys people when you just keep healing up. <laughs>
0: yeah yeah the snarl actually came from blue that's where i got that from it works really well though
4: mm-hmm. i actually like running my Arcanine with an assault vest snarl bulldoze. uh you know just a whole bunch of stuff to lower the uh stats and then it's assault vest is just extra bulk
0: is that for doubles
4: yeah
0: oh that's risky not having protect on there or a healing move or status move that's kind of risky i don't know if i would like that <laughs> uh,
4: he's lasted strong for me like uh in the last uh dbl battle i was in uh-huh. uh it it survived uh king Drah's muddy water in the rain uh like it only took like 40 percent from that mm. so it has it has awesome bulk
0: well, that's good Uh, that's it for us Uh, we're going to try to get pat in a little segment here towards the end where we're going to talk about the double battle league why he started it and go over the teams etc but for now that's it for us Uh, so if you want or actually we kind of recommend subscribing to us on itunes and stitcher to keep up to date with our latest episodes Uh, we really need some itunes reviews right now we don't have any so no one can find us if they just search pokemon which is uh not ideal for us. So if you could just take a couple minutes out of your time and leave us a review on iTunes, even if it's bad, we don't care. Uh and then watch our Twitter for our special Why Not Wednesday giveaways where we give away a special Pokemon, whether it's a legendary or nicknamed special or shiny, etc. Uh which I don't think we posted one this week yet. So we might just do a flash one tomorrow. <clears throat> Uh, But that's it for us for now until we get the interview with Pat. So, Fiona, where can we find you?
3: All right. You can find me on Twitter at TheFlyingFiona, F-I-O-N-A.
0: Okay. Sam, what about you?
4: You can find me at Sam Konda. That's S-A-M-A-K-O-N-D-A.
0: And Craig Rader.
1: I am on the Twitter at
0: lowercase underscore D-E. You can also find Craig and his friend Don that we mentioned earlier on his personal podcast—well, not personal—on his podcast. Rank him up, really good. Yeah. You should listen. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you can find me at Sebring Games on Twitter, and then the podcast you can find at Why Not a Podcast. We also have Genesect at Genetic Insect and Sanier at Sanier One One Two Four. But that is it for episode number six. We finally got some more out. And in decent times, episode 7 should be coming pretty soon. (laughs) My voice is going. I think it's time to go. (laughs) But episode 7 should be out pretty soon. That's it for today. Until next time, see you later for Alligators. Alright, hello everybody. This is Chase. And I have my special guest who I mentioned earlier with me who we are going to talk about draft leagues and the the league that he came up with. Uh, So I've mentioned him before, but his name is Pat. And welcome, Pat. How are you doing today? I'm good. Thank you for having me, Chase. (laughs) Thanks for joining. Uh, So the first thing we're going to go over, which we go over with anyone that's new to the show, uh, I want to know, what is your first Pokemon game?
6: Uh, My first game was definitely either Red or Blue Bad it came out um just like most of the people you know i got hooked right away uh uh-huh. um play the sister you know and i've been pretty much hooked in the series ever since well, that's
0: cool uh and let's see what's your favorite pokemon
6: my favorite pokemon would have to be Tauros. taurus now it's not because of the yeah, it's not because of the crazy anime episode where Ash catches 30. It's just uh, just some weird thing that I, I always had to have a Tauros on my teams. I don't know why, but I would have to say that Tauros is my favorite Pokemon. Tauros is pretty
0: sweet, not going to lie. It's one of those Pokemon that isn't used a lot, but it can be really good. And something about the design is real cool. I don't know. But I agree. I like Tauros. That's the just... <laughs> uh, Let's see. So. Following the big Pokemon Go craze, I assume you've downloaded it.
6: Yes. Okay. What are your overall thoughts on it? Uh, first, I would say I like the idea overall. I think it's great that it gets people out and about. You know, moving, being you know physical again. Mm -hmm. It's not where you're sitting at your computer on Showdown, or you're sitting on your cartridge on Battle Spot. This really gets you out and gets you active and i think that's really a big big step in the right direction for the community in general um but i played for a little bit i'm not you know very far i think i'm like a level eight person so i'm nowhere uh you or (laughs) Amaconda who are in like level 20 or wherever you guys are at now uh Mm -hmm. it's just it's it's hard to play a lot just because i'm so busy with you know everything that's going on in life but I really like the game. I think it's fun. You know, if you've got five, ten minutes here or there where you're walking somewhere, you can, you know, throw the game on and you can play and catch a couple of things here and there or not. So I think it's great. I think it's
0: a really cool game. Now, do you enjoy, like, the mechanics of the catching and egg hatching and everything else, or do you prefer the traditional? I,
6: I, like, I like the mechanics that they have, given the limited technology with the game. I mean, you really only catch mechanics or right now are you know, flipping your fingers. I mean, I think it's it's as good as it can be for a mobile device right now. Uh-huh. Um, and egg hatching is, I think it's 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 pretty much, you know, one in the same. It's like, as you're not, you know, you're not breeding for eggs, get your eggs at your pokey stops, but you still have to walk, you know, say, what is it, 10 kilometers, five kilometers, or two kilometers to hatch your eggs. And nobody really knows what the, you know, conversion would be to your regular, you know, when you get your eggs from the, uh, the daycare center, you still got to put in your steps either way. So yeah. I think it's, I think it's cool.
0: Okay. So that's good. You like it overall. Have you tried any gyms yet? Any gym battles?
6: You know what? I tried one gym battle. I think my highest uh, Pokemon right now is like a Pidgeot that's got like 300 uh, combat points <laughs> and, my my whole team was slaughtered uh <laughs> i remember those days last week
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right so we're gonna talk about the league that you created it's called the dbl or the double battle league uh so what made you want to
6: start a pokemon league to begin with well um really i just thought uh when I was on vacation that I wanted to do something Pokemon wise and I brainstormed and you know that everybody has you know their singles leagues like GBA or CIL that you were in um thought to myself that I didn't think that anybody had run a league that had doubles um so I thought to myself you know and I threw it out on Twitter to see you know if there was any interest that people would want to join a doubles league or participate in a doubles league and you know I was really just kind of took off from there and We wound up with uh, 12 teams uh, for our first season. Um, We had our draft, and we're already on to our second week of play. Mm
0: -hmm. So that kind of brings it into the next question here that I had for you. Why did you choose to go for the double format rather than the traditional singles used by other leagues? Was it just because it hasn't happened before? Personally, I like
6: doubles better. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think it's been a lot more in the forefront of the Pokemon community lately, just because of how the last two formats at nationals have been yeah. and worlds have been with doubles pretty much all worlds for the longest time now. But I think it's really taken off, you know, since 2014, you know, after Sajuns, Pachirisu and all that stuff. Mm. Um, and I we see our BGC doubles content on YouTube um, with people like Cybertron, Wolf Glick, James Beck, you know, and, oh Alex call was us. so I just thought it would be fun, you know, to have a more relaxed type doubles league um, because it's a little different, and I don't think anybody's done it before. so, yeah,
0: yeah, I don't think so. Before this one, I don't think I've seen a doubles league. Um, and aside from just going doubles, you also chose to go without legend uh, legendary
6: Pokemon. Is there a specific reason why? Well, I mean, saying that i like doubles is true but i really really dislike the <laughs> that they have going on right now uh-huh. because everybody has to throw out on it. everybody has to have kyogre everybody has to have a Zernius. it just gets boring right and it's i think it's more fun to play without the legendaries because it makes you be more creative and I think it makes you have to work and strategize much more than you would if you can just, hey, I'm just going to throw out my, you know, uh, ground on a uh, team and we're just going to precipice blades or water spout everybody to death. And that's boring. It's, it's It doesn't take as much skill and uh, creativity as what I think we have going in our league right now. Not saying that by any means that we're, you know, world-class players or anything like that but i think it takes i think it takes a little bit more for us to build teams than it does for someone to build a you know a big 16 or something like yeah. that right now i think it's a little bit more fun do you think you got any influence from
0: kanto previous tournament absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> uh, that was a fun tournament hopefully I do something else was- like that soon
6: I think I got slaughtered by uh, Tony Wiso in Uh, round one. Yep. (laughs) So, (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
0: You also decided to use the draft without using tiers. So the other uh, most popular uh, leagues use singles format and they use the tiers like OU, UU, RU, etc., and they usually choose like three from each tier and then one mega, but you decided to go without tiers. Uh, why did you choose this option? And do you think it created any unbalanced teams in the league?
6: Uh, I chose to go without the tiers option because we really don't have um, a lot of smoke on or, you know, nugget bridge data that would have a tiering system that's really um, geared towards doubles. US- Yeah, so it's hard to, you know, wrap up all these Pokemon into different tiers, and we really just don't have the data to back it up. And I thought because, you know, that, you know, this is the first season of the League and that everybody was kind of close beforehand that we didn't really need to. You know, use like oh, hey, you can only have three OUs, or you can only have three UUs, you know, three RUs, three NUs, or anything like that. So it's kind of like based on like the honor system. Hey, you're not going to load up on strong mons, and I I don't think that we have anybody right now that's really OP. Mm-hmm. um I, We've had a couple, you know, blowouts here and there, but I think it's more or less that we're still in the feeling out process. I mean, no one's really, you know, head over heels crushing anybody, and I mean. The only man that's really done a lot of work so far, and to be honest, is my Sylveon, who has six kills in two weeks, but I've lost twice, so what does it really matter?
0: <laughs> okay. Uh, we're going to get into into your team draft and everything here in a bit, so we'll talk about your uh, performance as well. But uh, in regards to battling, you created divisions within each conference. Is there a particular reason why? Because normally the leagues just go with two divisions. Uh but you or two conferences, but you went divisions inside those conferences.
6: I thought it was just because that we only had twelve and we wanted to keep the league on the shorter end just to keep interest because I had run another league before that, you know, it was uh like twelve or fourteen teams and we just couldn't keep people interested and people kept pulling it off and whatnot. So I wanted to keep it short and sweet, but also make it so that you only had to play a couple games, and if we had 12 teams, the division setup of uh, three and three allows you to play five games um, against each of the teams in your conference, mm-hmm. and then you could be a division winner so that you would get a bye in our playoffs. Uh, um. So once we get to the end of week five, we'll crown our four division champions uh, who will automatically get byes in the playoffs and then everybody else will be thrown into the playoff pool in like the preliminary rounds to yeah. um, to battle uh, to play those four teams but the 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 division you know conferencing was kind of just something just something different just something fun that i made up but it it worked out in the end i think i think it adds a little bit of competition
0: more than just two conferences do so i like it yeah, cool. <laughs> <laughs> all right, at this point, we're going to go ahead and take a look at your team. Let me see if I had it up somewhere. Um, all right. So we're going to take a look at your team. Uh, and, and while we do, you want to explain to us your thoughts when
6: drafting these Pokemon? Well, I figured that uh, most people in our draft, I thought, would try to go for hyper offense, uh, hyper speed. Mm-hmm. So I try to figure out a route where I could go the opposite, while trying to pick up some strong Mons, um, but also be able to be able to somewhat compete for speed if I needed to. So I I try to get some stronger Mons that weren't as quick to set up trick room, which I'm pretty much just giving away my whole strategy right
5: now.
6: So <laughs> all right, let's go through but your but, round one. If anybody that has to face me is listening, just make sure you're taking notes right now. <laughs> but, uh, I I went with uh, two trick room setters in Gothitelle and Bennett, which also can become Mega Bennett. Yeah. Um But it also helps with my slower mods. Like I have Fortress, I have Walrain, I have Crawdont, I have Amoongus and Sylveon, who all are not anywhere near the top of the speed charts. Um, but I also have uh, Blaziken and Minetric that can also, you know, help me out if i need uh some more speed um blaziken's got his speed boost um amungus can help out with his rage powder Gothitelle has trick room taunt helping and uh it, it's more or less trying to be bulky but i mean the, the whole team is really just set up around boosting sylveon to just destroy with hyper voice I, that's really it and you know try to <laughs> You just just try to survive long enough and avoid, you know, any steel moves, iron heads, you know, someone's Garchomp with an iron head. (laughs) Uh,
0: That was a good one. Um, So
6: what was your reason in choosing Sylvia on round one? Um, I saw the bulk. I know that the power boosted Hyper Voice uh, can be a killer if you can get some Calm Minds. With uh, with how I saw things going, um, I really wanted to get somebody like a Metagross or a Salamence, and they were already gone. Yeah, and I knew that Sylvan was a very popular uh, mon back in like VGC fifteen. Um, so I figured, you know, I could try something out with him, and I knew that he could do a lot of work offensively. Um, so I just thought, hey, why not take a chance? Okay, I'm surprised that uh, the league doesn't have a
0: whole lot of weather influence.
6: No, the only person I've really seen so far with a lot of uh, rain would be, I'm trying to find the team right now. I think it's Senior Sableye who has Ludicolo. And Politoed, yeah. And Swampert. and (laughs) It's definitely got a rain uh, team going there. But yeah, for the most part, uh, nobody else uh, really has anything. I mean, I'm wondering to see if we ever see some hail uh, from Obama Snow, especially after the uh, the Sino Classic uh, episodes that uh, Cybertron has been putting out on uh, his uh, channel as of late. I assume that we will because
0: um, the coach of the Salt Lake City Salamence is Elite Four Brandon. His first round pick was Obama Snow. Yeah, yeah, I'm looking back at that right now. (laughs) Yeah, so we should be seeing hail, And then, of course, at times, you'll see Sun from me. Uh, I got Charizard Y and Venusaur, so it's a good all-around Sun team. Um, I feel like I got a lot of Megas on my team. (laughs) Charizard Y, Venusaur, Garchomp, and Blastoise can all make you evolve. Did you take into account, whenever you were drafting, how many Megas you
6: might pick up? I I looked at that. I, that's why I took uh, Mega Bennett. I took Blaziken. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. I mean, it was hard, you know, where we were drafting. I mean, because you and I both drafted towards the end of round one. So, I mean, it was always a long time between our picks. And we saw, you know, people get, you know, picked off here and there. But, I mean, it, it's good to have Megas. It's good to have that um Surprise element because I've got three it looks like with Blaziken, and Nectric and Bennett and you have multiples So you really <laughs> never know what you can prepare for, right? So it, it definitely can as uh, I think it was never uh, was saying to me in the, in the chat um, The mind games are definitely present, right? Now that's an interesting option that you went with
0: other normal leagues choose one Mega, and that's their specified Mega. But you allow any Megas as long as it's not picked up. So, if you have four different Pokemon on your team that can Mega evolve, you don't care which one is Mega and which one's not.
6: Is there a reason that you went that way? No, just more uh, relaxed uh, format. Uh, I mean, you know, we're not anything like the GBA that's got that super, you know, strict uh, yeah. ruling and whatnot. I just wanted to just make it fun for everybody. It makes it a little uh, different to play around with for the the coaches on their individual teams to try out different strategies and whatnot. Mm -hmm. Now, you also,
0: this is, we were talking about teams, but now I thought of other questions for you. (laughs) You also decided to allow any move except for Dark Void. Uh, Yeah. Is there, (laughs) I mean, Dark Void's pretty broken, but is there
6: a reason that you're going to allow things like minimize yeah you know what that was more of a probably an oversight um that we can take a look into going forward from here on out but dark void was just more or less banned just because of the the fact that it's just it is so broken and it's more of that <laughs> egc 16 where he would just spam smear gold, dark voids and whatnot and i'll apologize to samaconda for the ban but you know Maybe, maybe in a in a few seasons we can uh, we can have that ban lifted and we'll see what we can do with Smeargle. He still
0: went with Smeargle number one overall, even without Dark Void. So yeah, maybe it, he didn't it's, really it's
6: care. It's just it's such a a versatile mod. I mean, even though it's a it's a pain to a lot of the players out there, but it, it there's just so many things that you could do with the guy. I mean, you could do quick guards, you can do the spiky shield. I mean, even if you wanted to, you could spore, you know. It's just, it's just so versatile. It's crazy. Yep. Um,
0: let's see. So we're going to go through your entire roster. So you went with number one, Sylveon. Number two, Amoongus. Number three, Blaziken. And then Gothetel, Crawdant, Manectric, Bayonet, Walrein, Pachirisu, and Fortress. Uh, did you have an overall team strategy or was it just trick
6: room? <laughs> it was more or less trick room some bulk with Wall Rain. Um, I thought Crawdont could be useful against any, you know, ghost types and whatnot. But then, you know, looking over that I noticed that he has like six or seven weaknesses. So that's not really the best option. But uh I it was I was just looking for, you know, some bulky support, which I haven't got to tell in Amoongus, um, some bulky mods and walrain. Um Fortress can be super bulky, um as long as, you know, there's no fire types that are gonna absolutely wreck him. Yeah. Um, it was it it was more or less looking to build a team, have some fun, you know, just kind of wing it. But it turned into a trick room. <laughs> okay. How's your team performed so far?
0: We've done two battles, two weeks with the battles.
6: So far, um, I started off real hot when I played Mavros' team. Uh, Sylveon knocked out his first three pokemon, but then he came back and absolutely destroyed me um, <laughs> knocking out six. Um, he had uh, metagross um and melodic, and they just ruined my team. I, I couldn't get a switch back in to get sylveon in um without having fear of being uh, taken out by a steel type move, mm-hmm. so on of losing that three oh. And then uh, our game uh, came down to the very last uh, turn again um, as I lost (laughs) one of your Garchomp uh, iron-tailed or iron-headed my Sylveon um, to take the victory. Yeah, dude. But you've been in the two most exciting games so far as you you had the uh, Mega Charizard survive on the Stealth Rocks with a sliver of health uh, week one. (laughs) And, and then your uh, move coverage uh pulls it out for you in week 2. <laughs> yeah. Um
0: I hope no one preps too hard against me cuz I don't really put a whole lot of time into it. So I don't I would feel bad if someone put an hour or two into it and then and then just lost. <laughs> I would feel pretty bad. So hopefully you didn't prep too much.
5: Yeah,
6: no, I think I maybe like 15 <laughs> 20 minutes every week or whatever Yeah,
0: okay. Well, that's pretty good. Um, do you have any changes in plans moving forward
6: to try to do better? I mean, you don't want to give away your whole strategy, but. It really just depends on, uh, the, the matchup week to week. I mean, I, I'm looking at the schedule right now, uh, week three, I play, uh, St. Louis. So. Um, I'll have to run through his team. Check out his whole mons. Uh, he's got septile Lapras, Lopunny, Aerodactyl. Got... <laughs> we'll have to see how my team matches up. Um, you know, if I can avoid those steel type moves, I should be okay. But we'll see.
0: <laughs> okay, sounds good. Do you have any tips for those interested in joining or
6: creating a Pokemon league in the future? Um, I would just say be open-minded if you want to create a league as well as joining one. um, You're not going to go in and wreck shop unless you're, you know, a superb, you know, VGC player. And even they make mistakes and whatnot. So just go and have fun. Um, If you're going to be in a very serious league, I would definitely do your homework, you know, make sure you're prepared um, because you don't want to join a league and then just get slaughtered all the time. So you got to put in some prep, but uh, just go in open-minded, have fun. Don't be, you know, one of those guys at DCs, or you know, be one of those guys at Showdown that leaves snarky comments and puts down your opponent if they beat you. Just just have fun. It's just it's game at the end of the day. That's all it is.
0: Yeah, coaches in a league are usually very they bond pretty well over time. Uh, they're pretty close. They talk all the time in chat. So if you're that one guy that's gonna hate on people, it's not gonna go too well.
6: Yeah, I think we have a, a great mix of twelve different coaches, Um we've known. I think most of us have known each other for a little while through uh CantoCast and uh-huh. most of you get to play together in the CIL and whatnot. And I think the uh the one of the new people to the group was uh Melanie who is at bottle to up. Um I know she is a big follower of uh the Pokemon podcast and whatnot, but um I, I think we have a great group of coaches and we've had no issues at all thus far. Yeah, so, I don't see us having any issues going forward either. Yeah, so I'm very thankful to all the, the coaches for the the hard work that they've put in and how you know open and willing they are with communication and scheduling and whatnot. It's been great so far. Now, it's still early. Do you plan on continuing the DBL for another season? I think so. I, I mean, I, it, I'd like to have a season two, um, maybe a couple weeks after uh, we finish up uh, season one here. Um, we'd love to expand. Um, you know, the more the merrier. I think a larger pool of teams would um, obviously would increase the overall number of uh, Pokemon that would be taken, but that would also um, make the strategy um, a little bit harder um, because of the deeper pool being selected from. So, if anybody would be interested, you can always um, tweet at me um, either at at Pat from Palette or at uh, DBL Battle League. Um, you could also email me, you know, or whatever if you want um, at you know scceltics at gmail or whatever um but other than that i mean uh, i'd love to have it go forward i mean it seems like we're the only doubles league out there i mean for not i apologize but um if anybody would be interested you can feel free to contact me whenever well sounds good we appreciate you having
0: uh the time taking out the time to join us here pat talking about the dbl definitely looking forward to how the rest of the season goes chase thank you for having me Yeah, no problem. All right, I want you to say something, Pat. Say, see you later for Alligator.
6: See you later for Alligator. (laughs) All right, see you later, Pat. Take care.
0: some exceptions. (laughs) Well. Someone had to go fast, Ricky buddy.
4: Yeah, someone around here.
0: That wasn't me the time. Oh, now you're just distorted. (laughs) All kinds of stuff happened during that little pause. Yeah, someone's buzzing pretty bad right now. This is going to be a uh, technically difficult episode. <laughs> Whoever just unplugged, it was you.
3: Oh, it was me then.
0: <laughs> Good job, Viana. I'll cut this part out. It's okay. Was that your cut buzzer? Because that's great. Mm-hmm. Like, there's oh, a that's, that's Sam's phone.
2: I'm going to cut that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Where were we at? I just lost my place now. Heck if I know. What do they look like? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Fiona. I forgot. <laughs> I meant to kick the, I the just, same.
1: I girl. just
3: heard part of the word remove and then it just <laughs> grabbed so. Like, oh.
1: You just said bye Fiona.
0: <laughs> Alright, well, we recorded all that and we're still recording, so
5: oh, good. Okay. Um uh,